Hello, I'm your host, Gary Oz, and this is Just Loving Life and Why You Should. I share related experiences in mental and physical health, personal wealth, entertainment, and sports for the more mature man. So go ahead and press the follow button on whatever directory you're currently listening on. Body Products. Body Products. Are the proud sponsors. The proud sponsors. Of Just Loving Life. Just Loving Life. Just Loving Life. With Gary Oz. Gary Oz. Beauty originates deep inside. 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 Jay, you remember you you mentioned earlier about the experience of. Uh, Jamal Fanaka, who mentioned that he had experience within prison, um, which is a great depiction in the film Penitentiary, which I could recite a lot of that script because I'm for real too sweet. All right, so that's where it's from (laughs) Penitentiary. Got it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My cousins listen to this one. No, it'll crack up when he hears it because we kept going on about that film for decades <laughs> to, to this day. So um, you mentioned about his depiction and things like that. What I loved about not just those films uh, in particular, but these the blockbuster movies of all that time with Shaft, Superfly, The Guy from Harlem, Velvet Smooth. And there's a few films that I don't know which I'm going to have to dig up or find or search or, or et cetera. So I've got a bit of work to do, which is the great thing about your book, The Essential Reference Guide. But anybody who picks this book up, what are you hoping that they attain from this, what they will uh, uh, refer to when they pick this book up? What are you hoping that your, your readers will find from this book you've written? That's a great question. Um, I like that we're talking about this 50 years after the fact. So it's um, not that I meant it to be, it's an anniversary book. So it's, wow. it's a half century, half a century ago, we're looking back at how black people were pre- um, presented in cinema. I hope that people understand that this is the only time in America that there was a black motion picture boom that 250 films came out in 10 years that were black cast, uh, designed, written, often by African-Americans, directed by them, and and made for them, made for that audience. Um, If the films were successful, it was because white people embraced them as well. Yeah. But they were made for white people. Mm. They were made black people. And if white people embraced them, all the better. So it's the only time that that has happened where we've had... Um, a boom of pictures, a whole of them at one time. And um, it's that's why the book is valuable. It's history, mm. it, um, entertainment history, it's black history, mm. and uh, it happened just 50 years ago. You're right. 
Um, you said that 10 year film, uh, filmography, 1970 to 1980, featuring more than 270 movie listings, which include director, producers, screenwriters, and actor credits, along with a full synopsis. I've got to ask you, how long did it take you to put this together? So, as a fan of the films, like yourself, you can yeah. recite from Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. I had all the information in my computer head. Right. So it was just making lists. Uh, you know, um, I have a I'm a journalist, journalism degree, and so um, it's, it, I can people say, "Why do I write?" Well, I write because I like it, and I write because it's easy because I've kind of been trained to write. So um, I made lists, um, films, um, seek them out, and um, uh, it, how long it took? Um, maybe six months. You know, you have to write it and then rewrite it. Yeah, uh, but. Um, maybe six months to so again you have to you have to set goals so i said let me review 100 films mm-hmm. so i did 100 and then i said well, okay let's do 150 and then you know then it just grows mm-hmm. but you have to have beginning middle and end so i did 100 and then it grew to more and then i did actor interviews and then i it said oh let's okay we've got that in the can let's do directors so you just kind of just keep growing with it and it was a labor of love it was not difficult because i liked it as well so it, it was a, a lot of fun, a lot of hard work. You have to keep coming back. Yeah, you have yeah, to, yeah. You keep doing it. You can't stop. And, and um, but it was it was a lot of fun. Did you did you learn anything new um, once you've done your research and putting this book together? So over that six month period, did there's anything that sort of jumped out? Oh God, I really did not know that. Yeah, so I, I learned a lot, and all of that came from what we said before was talking to the directors. Mm-hmm. So you don't really usually get to talk to directors, right? They're just not available. Um, talking to them, I learned so much about the studio system and their approach uh, to making films, their dealings with actors, and their opinion of the films. Some of them, um, looking back, weren't so proud of them. It wasn't their shining moment. Uh, Jonathan Kaplan was wonderful. He goes yeah. on to win the, or the accused with Jodie Foster, but he was not. Um, he was very frank about Hollywood at the time, how racist it was, and um, how he was just in making the film. His film is Chuck Turner, and um, and he's got a couple of them, but that's the one that comes to mind. And he said we were just trying to make a film with the most MFs in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we were having fun. We were rewriting on the set. We said, let's get a couple more MFs in here. So he was just having fun and didn't take it seriously and, and doesn't think they're um, profound pieces of, uh, of art. Uh, but So that was a lot of fun to, to talk to people who had made the films and who had distance from them. And that was a surprise to me. I hadn't thought about, well, how do they think about these things now? I mean, actors are going to to like the films because it presents them in their youth, captures them uh, in the prime of life. But how do directors who are not being filmed think about it? So lots of information there. Oh, great. Absolutely great. Josiah, Jay, I could talk to you forever. And I just want to mention a few more things and some of the things that you did Q&As, questions and answers with interviews for 10 black exploitation movie directors. Let's just name some of those. Matt Simba, The Candy, Tangerine Man. Larry Cohen, Half, Hell Up in Harlem. Paul Bogart, Halls of Anger. 
Sirio H. Santiago, TNT Jackson, Robert A. Anderson, Fight for Your Life, Don Chain, A Place Called Today, Jack Hill, Coffee. That's your film, Coffee. That's how you guys say it in New York. You want some coffee? Um, Arthur Marks, Detroit 9000, Jonathan Kaplan, Truck Turner, and Jamal Fanaka, Penitentiary. I don't know how I forgot that movie for an instance. I think because you put me on the spot to remember something. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Now I want to see it again. That's a good one. Well, that's it. No, all those movies I recommend to see. The good ones, the bad ones are so bad, they're good for me, right? <laughs> As you can see, maybe poorly scripted, poorly filmed, uh, poor typecasting, whatever it is. Um, I know that... Before I go there, um, I know that the NA, NAACP, is it? Um, yes. Did not like some of the movies because it depicted a lot of black people in poor, like drug dealers, prostitution, and that sort of thing. What are your thoughts on that, of that period? Well? So they, they do have a point, and they did object, and there were picketing and um, some, some unhappiness with the films. Um, so the first one is made in 70 right out of the civil rights movement, you know, right after the marches on Washington and, and Black Rights. And so um, the older people at the time in the 70s would not like these films because they were uh, depicting uh, pimps, prostitutes and drug dealers when they were trying to to present us in a positive light as doctors and lawyers and, and, and people uh, who were important in society. Um, but I always say that, um, well, the films weren't made for older people. They're not for grandma. Yeah. They're for teenagers, and teenagers, no matter what their colors uh, of their skin is, love sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They love fast cars That's it. and young people, and young people will be young people. They're not doctors yet. They're not lawyers yet. They're young people racing around and having sex and, and, and enjoying being young. So there was a dispute about um, presenting us negatively. Mm. Um, I always say um, there are black pimps and prostitutes. Um, if you just make films about black pimps and prostitutes, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. But if a film has a black pimp and a prostitute in it, that's a that's a slice of life. There, are, that is something that is uh, real. Comes from um, from the headlines. So no problem with it for me. I understand the case. That let's show us in a positive light, since since white people don't think so fondly of us, mm -hmm. apparently. Um, why there's the Black Power movement going at the time and in um, the Black Panther movement. Yeah. But um, it's all right with me. It's all right with me. That's cool. No, that's, that, that really is cool because that's just... And what do you think, Vigo? What do you think? Well, you to me... Well, to me, you should always paint the whole picture. Uh, I don't think you should ever admit whatever people are going through in society. Um, there are parts of the movies when I look at it and I think, oh, really? But at the same time, I don't think we should not put it in. You know, you can't mm -hmm. keep whitewashing everything because it's it fits a criteria. I think you should paint as much of the pictures you can. All of these things exist. And sometimes, let's call it as is, pimps and prostitutes are not people, they are people in uh, corporate, in, in, in corporate society. Okay. Very well said. Yeah. So, Very well. <laughs> um, and that's They're the biggest and prostitutes. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we just talk about the street. Let's face it: the street are sitting up in these high-rise buildings and office buildings and uh, running Bitcoin and, <laughs> and internet frauds and yes. you know, so and so forth. These are the big pimps. You know, they, mm, let's call it as is. You know, let's. I'm, I've got to do a show <laughs> on Bernie Madoff. You know, those things like that. So mm -hmm. you can't get any bigger pimp than that, as far as I'm concerned. You know. So yes, that, that's. 
the way I look at life. I try to, I've got friends of different cultures and they say certain things and, and, you know, I shouldn't always be consumed by my own blackness. There are things that go on in this world that sometimes all it is, it's about oppression and money. It's not mm-hmm. both together. So, you know, it's not necessarily a black thing. Sometimes it's just a money thing. <laughs> Let's just call it yes. as it is, right, on yes. that basis. And that's how I look at life and that's how I approach things. And, you know, um, and Martin Luther King's always said, you know, I'll judge people by the content of their character, not beyond anything else. And, and that's just the way I yes. look at life. And that's how I look at these films, the content of the film. What can I have taken from it? What can I have taken from this book? What can I have learned from this? How would I appreciate the things that I now learn within reading this book? And and the good thing is your book, and I'm going to keep referring to this book, this black exploitation cinema, the essential reference guide. What it's done for me is to go back to celebrate the 50 years that this book is, is discussed and promoted. We need to hold on to these things as a part of uh, history, our history, black history. And that's what's so important. Jay, I can't emphasize how much, and I had to contact you. I am so honored, and I'll say this respectfully, I am so honored that you've taken this time out to not only be an interview, but to discuss your book, but you've, um, you've made me feel that I'm still human. I had a youth. And even though things wasn't um, shown in the light that it could have been shown in, at least I feel rich from it. I've taken a wealth from it. I've taken a wealth of my own culture. I've grabbed it back. And I'm employing anybody that picks this book up. It will take you take you back. It's a, like I said, it's a coffee table book. I'm visual. You can go through this book and I'm not exaggerating a matter of minutes, but you'll go back through it and then you start reading articles. That's what I've done. I'm reading, rereading it and rereading that because it pulls me in. And I love that from it. Jay, you've done such a great job. You've done such a great job. I don't know how you could do a part two or part three on this. <laughs> That'd be another six months a year out of your life. But, <laughs> but, but either way, you've done a great job on this. That's a great compliment. And, you know, I, um, that is kind of what we wanted to do. We wanted to revisit. Um, it is a visual medium. It's it's looking at things. You know, we're blessed with sight. So we can see things. We can see posters and we can see films and, and television. And the impact of seeing it, um, the way people dress, the way they act, the way they moved, um, is just so powerful. And it's um, it's gone, but it's still here in photos and in artwork. And um, we have a great appreciation of that. Um, we want to show the visuals. Um, the reason I um, I have a had to deal with Fab Press, FAB Press uh, in the UK is because they, like you and I, were concerned with the visuals. Um, the other deals I was offered, they wanted the text and they would have a few black and white pictures. No, no, baby. It's not a few black and white pictures. We're talking about visuals and we want to see them. So uh, I, we're real pleased with, with the way it came out and, and real happy that people like it. Excellent. Thank you. That is a great note to end on. Josiah Howard, writer, author of the book, Black Sportation Cinema. I'm going to keep saying this. It is the essential reference guide. 
it's a part of your history, our history. It's a part of black history. You've done a great job, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. No doubt we will speak again in the future. I can't let you go from this. We're going to do other parts of this book as well, maybe go in a bit more detail on some of the directors, a bit more detail, and some of the film actors that um, were able to maybe extend their career, want of a better word. Yes. <laughs> from those things. But as an author, I wish you all the good luck that comes with this difficult industry that you found yourself within. Excellent. Josiah Howard. Thank you, Big O. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is mutual, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye now. Bye now. If you like this podcast, like and subscribe or follow and give a five-star review where it's applicable. If you wish to contact me, though, I'm available through the website, which is all the W's, justloving-life.com, whereas you'll be alerted with the most recent episodes, which is generally available every Tuesday. Also, tell your friends family and anyone acquainted with your existence about these shows because then you'll be helping a brother out thank you for listening and in the meantime let's be careful out there